0: Welcome back guys to another episode of Beyond Bikini Radio and I feel like it's been a minute since I've done a solo episode so you guys will just be hearing from me today and we are going to be talking about unrealistic expectations so let's just dive right into this topic right away I know that we are entering into the new year I'm recording this in 2022, but odds are this won't be posted until 2023, but a lot of you I know have fitness goals, and it can be exciting when you start your journey, so much so that you start envisioning where you see your body, where you see your new fit life, and it can get you to start to set some unrealistic expectations. Ooh, that's a tongue twister. So let's get into it. So one of the most common goals is fat loss, and I understand that there is this Urgency to change, which I respect that. But when we're looking at fat loss, we really don't want to lose weight too quickly because we can actually lose some muscle mass. And odds are that can be more destructive to what your long term goal is. So when you have the goal of fat loss, try to get away from the mindset of a quick fix. So don't look at those like biggest loser or these like crazy side by sides of like slim fast or. Whatever fit teas are out there now, get away from looking at things like that. And honestly, even get away from social media comparison and recognize that real fat loss takes time. You'll hear people too where they start a diet maybe this year and they're like, Well, I lost like 10 pounds in a week. Well, Stacy didn't lose 10 pounds of body fat in a week, she lost water weight, probably digestion, so stool. Um And maybe she even lost some food volume if she was doing something drastic, like let's say a liquid diet or something like that. So try not to compare too much. Understand that body fat is a tissue on the body and it's something that takes time to come down. So I would say when you're looking at fat loss, try to look at around 1% a week for your body weight. So for example, if you are let's say 150 pounds, that would be roughly 1.5 pounds that you want to shoot for each week. Now understand even when you're losing that 1.5 pounds, that doesn't necessarily mean that you just lost 1.5 pounds of body fat. It just means that your weight is trending downward. And even when you're in a fat loss phase and you have started these like brand new fitness goals, you're still going to see fluctuations, which is a hundred percent normal. I think a lot of people can get discouraged this year when they start trying to lose body fat because they weigh in maybe one time a week. And let's say that number is. 150 pounds and then the next week is 149 pounds and then the next week it's 151 pounds and then they can get really discouraged and feel like they're not making any progress versus if you were to weigh in frequently let's say three five even every single day you're going to get more of an average number which is really nice because then you can compare week to week I used to also struggle with this where I would see a fluctuation and think, oh my gosh, like my weight just jumped up two pounds. Like now I need to drastically switch up my diet. And that's not the case. Um, For women in particular, our weight is going to fluctuate so much more too because of our menstrual cycles. So you have to keep that in mind too. If your period is coming up, you're not going to feel your leanness. You're probably not going to hit lows that week. And you don't want to be too hard on yourself. So fat loss is a long process. Understand that guys, like males, are going to lose more body fat quickly than females. It's just, that's how it is. And some women progress faster than others, which is going to get us to our next point, which is going to be, don't compare. Don't compare your rate of progress to someone else because that's a great way to set yourself up for feeling disappointed. Um, Unrealistic expectations. There's always going to be those genetic anomalies where they're like i'm eating three thousand calories and i have a six pack and everything is sunshine and rainbows and you think well why can't i be her well odds are you probably can't be that person there's always going to be outliers and some people just progress at a slower rate and that's totally fine that doesn't mean that you're broken it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you um it's just sometimes that's just how the cards are dealt now on the opposite of that goal of fat loss let's talk about muscle gain this one can be very challenging especially if let's say you're not really petite or super lean already so you can't really see this definition as much muscle gain isn't going to give you that same instant gratification as like a fat loss phase would because you can see that on the scale or you can see that in measurements or you can see that in clothes muscle gain i would say you want to start comparing your physique in larger chunks of time so don't just compare week to week pictures, don't just compare even month to month pictures. Give yourself a like chunk of time. So 3 months from now, 3 month comparison I mean. 6 month comparison, 8 month comparison because muscle takes a lot of time to gain. This is why I'm so thankful that when I started my fitness journey, I took progress pictures like all the time so i can go back in like 2016 and like see where my body was at or i can even go back and check out like my little workout videos on youtube in 2015 and just see how much my body has changed and i get that a lot of people hate taking progress pictures but please take them take them for accountability take them for comparing because odds are you're going to be really subjective with yourself and it's going to be hard to see these changes if you aren't taking these pictures A great analogy that I've used for my clients too, is the analogy of a toilet paper roll. So you aren't going to see that toilet paper roll get empty right away. It's going to take time. It's going to be, you know, several bathroom trips, maybe a couple days, maybe a week. And then you notice, oh crap, like that toilet paper roll is empty. Like now I need to change it. But not every single time that you're going to the bathroom, are you checking in on that toilet paper and thinking, oh, okay, like, that, that looks a little smaller, that looks a little smaller. No, we're not doing that. We aren't going to notice change unless it is pretty obvious. So keep that in mind when you're looking at muscle gain is it's not going to be obvious to you two weeks from now or a month from now, but it's going to start to be more obvious when you are you know, comparing that big chunk of time. The other thing is if your goal is to gain muscle, take the focus off of your physique. I get it that you want to build muscle to look jacked and to look lean and to look better, but take the focus off of your physique and start looking at your workouts. Set goals in the gym, set goals with some of these um, lifts that you have. Keep yourself inspired there because that's where the work is going to be done in order to put on that tissue because I think a lot of people can get mixed up of I want to build muscle. And then they're looking so heavily at their physique and then they start to get discouraged because again, progress is going to be slow. I've still been, and I've used this joke, I've been trying to get bulky since I was 17 and I'm still 27 and I'm not bulky at all. So trust me, muscle gain is a grueling long process and I feel like the journey is going to be ever going. When you're starting your fitness journey, make sure that if you are feeling like you're not progressing fast enough, that you are working on mastering your habits, okay? You have to master the basics before you start worrying about like, I'm not progressing fast enough. Well, if you can't hit your macros, if you are missing training, if you're missing your steps, if you can't stay hydrated, if you sleep like crap, if you're drinking all this alcohol, if you're just not taking care of yourself, you can't complain about the prop progress, or I should say the lack thereof progress, because you have to put in the work first. Um, Everyone wants to know the secret of like, how can I make like progress so much faster? Like, tell me the secret, tell me the secret. The secret is to master your habits and to get consistent. Because if you can't master anything, if you can't be consistent, it doesn't matter what strategy that you take towards your fitness goals, you're not going to be successful because you're not consistent. That's why anyone that is high level in like, let's say a sport, for example, they are super consistent. They show up to practice. They've been doing this for years and years. Like that's the greatest athletes out there. So so in order to achieve a physique that, you know, you admire or that stands out, that doesn't just get handed to you. You have to work for that goal. So make sure you're mastering the habits. That's something that's going to take time. Like don't feel like you have to... Hit them all at once. For for some people, it can be super overwhelming. So don't just start with like, oh, I'm going to hit 10,000 steps and drink, drink a gallon of water a day. I'm going to hit my macros perfectly. I'm going to hit the gym five times a week. No. <laughs> if you are a beginner, no. Slow down. Take Take your time towards your goals. So maybe just work on hitting a step goal one week. And then the next week, okay, let's try to hit a protein target. And then the next week, okay, let's try to go to bed before 11 o'clock this week. Okay. Tiny little baby steps, baby, baby, baby steps is going to add up to a big result. Okay. But if you are going to overwhelm yourself and you try to change so much so fast, what's going to happen is you're going to get overwhelmed and you're going to get burnt out and you're going to quit. Okay. So if you want to get consistent, if you're struggling with that, work on adapting to new and better habits, but it's going to take time. Okay. Some people can flip that switch and really turn it on and just go with it. But if you know yourself, if you know that that would make you really overwhelmed, take those baby steps and that's totally fine. Try to, when you are starting your fitness journey, to not compare to the advanced people. So I talked about the high level athlete and how that person, like the person at the Olympics didn't just get there in like two years. They weren't like, oh, I'm going to uh, start running and I'm going to be a top level runner. No, (laughs) no, that's not the case. Or else like the value of that Olympic gold medal wouldn't mean so much if it only took you two years, right? Think of like anything in your life, getting your degree, raising your kids, something that took years and years and years. There's pride in that. And there's pride because there's a lot of work involved. And um, it's interesting because we want to achieve our goals as fast as possible, but it wouldn't really be as rewarding if you could just achieve your goals in two weeks or in a month. Right. So when we are looking at comparing ourselves to someone that is super high level, like let's say you're a brand new competitor and you're wanting to, you know, step on stage. Don't compare to Miss Bikini Olympia. Don't do that. Don't compare it to the highest level of athlete because it's just not fair. It's not fair to do that. You want to compare against yourself. And I've been guilty of this too. I've looked at other people where I'm like, oh, I'll never look like that or I'll never be that good. It it doesn't do you any good. It's like such a waste of energy. And honestly, it's a huge motivation killer because you can get to the headspace of, well, I'll never look like them, so why should I even try? Or I'll never acquire that skill, so why should I even try? This isn't a competition. And honestly, the person that you're comparing to like, probably doesn't even know you exist, so... <laughs> Take that lightly. I mean, Miss Bikini, Bikini Olympia doesn't know who the heck I am. So I'm not comparing to her, um, but don't compare, but also just rationalize like how silly that is. Why, why would you be as good as the highest level athlete? Why would you be as good as the person that's been consistently going to the gym for 20 years? Why would you have the body of someone who has been, you know, nailing the gym since they were in high school? You're not going to. And now that's not to discourage you, it's more so to get you to reevaluate, if I'm a novice, if I'm so beginner, I'm not going to look like that person overnight because they didn't get here overnight either. I like to flip the switch from comparing to these really high level people and start to admire them. Admire that someone has shown you that it's possible to look a certain way Or maybe let's say it's the mom at the gym that has three kids and let's say she's super strong and she moves really well and she's got great endurance. Don't hate on her. Don't think, oh my gosh, I can never look like Becky. No, be like, Becky's amazing. She can balance all these things and she values her fitness and that's really inspiring. So use these people as your inspiration. Um... No one's your competition either. Like, again, you are your competition. You are the only person standing in the way of the goals that you're wanting to achieve, which I think transitions into your fitness journey. It's gonna be hard sometimes. Any journey is hard, okay? Any goal worth having is going to be hard sometimes. It doesn't matter if your goal is to lose weight, it doesn't matter if your goal is maintenance with your calories, it doesn't matter if your goal is to reverse diet, it doesn't matter if your goal is to run a marathon doesn't matter if your goal is to step on a bodybuilding stage. It is going to be hard sometimes. You are going to have moments where you want to stop. You're going to have moments where you question why you started in the first place. But when you have these hard moments, instead of just regressing back to what you've known before and those poor habits that you had before, I want you to reevaluate how you feel when you aren't doing the things that you know you should be doing, okay? So how do you feel when you're drinking several times a week? How do you feel when you're only sleeping six hours a night? How do you feel when you're only walking 3,000 steps a day? You're probably not feeling your best, right? And so even on those hard days where you're like, wow, this is really hard, I want you to reflect on how far you've come And also, how you're going to feel after. I joke with my clients often that I am the least motivated person. I hate working out. (laughs) I like it, but I also hate it. I hate driving to the gym. I hate warming up. I hate showering after. I hate it all sometimes. But the reason why I go to the gym consistently and what makes that so automatic for myself is I think about how I want to feel after. And I also recognize that I'm not going to see the results of this workout the next day. I'm not going to magically see like capped delts after the shoulder workout. But I recognize that these tiny little workouts, these tiny little wins that I have each and every single week are going to add up to huge results. So again, if I keep showing up to my workouts when I don't feel like it, And I can continue to practice that resistance, that mental resistance of, I don't feel like doing that, and you show up anyway, that little voice in your head that tells you not to do something will start to become quieter and quieter and quieter. And so sure, it still might be there of like, oh, I don't feel like working out today. But you're able to also mentally be like, yeah, shut up. We're going to go work out anyway. Okay. And again, the results that you get, it's not going to happen overnight. If you are someone who struggles with staying motivated and staying consistent, this is where having a coach can just be so valuable because, one, you're getting that objective eye, but also you're getting another human being to help support you. And it can be very challenging to achieve your fitness goals on your own. Trust me, when I first started my fitness journey, I didn't hire a coach for like my first competition preps, which, if you are new to my podcast, I have some stories on that, but honestly, it was a nightmare. And I felt like I shouldn't ask for help. At the time I was 19, I was going to school for exercise science. And I thought, thought I should know how to do this. Like I should know how to motivate myself and just work out. But nothing beats having another person being there to help support you. So if you can, this 2023, invest in yourself, even if it's an in-person trainer. If you need someone there to help support you through those hard moments... It can help a lot, especially when it comes to going to the gym. Like if you know that there's another person waiting for you, or if you know you have to submit your check-in with your coach and they're going to see all your nutrition and all your training and how well you've been adhering to these new habits, it's a lot more motivational to stick to it. Now, if you don't have the means to afford a coach or to afford a trainer, it can still help to do some daily accountability. And I even have some clients of mine who are currently doing daily accountability because they need more support, which is fine. Everyone is different. But I recommend even like those dry erase board calendars, or I'm sure everyone remembers like in kindergarten, those little sticker charts, which you don't have to get like a little sticker chart that has like zebras and elephants and all these random animals on it. But um Give yourself some daily accountability where maybe each and every single day that you hit your macros or you drink your water, you're crossing off on your dry erase board calendar. Or maybe um, every single time that you are hitting your workout, you log it in like some sort of an app on your phone or you put a little sticker on your little sticker chart. And you can even create a reward system for yourself where like for the week, I'm sorry, month. Let's talk about months here, long term. For the month, like let's say you hit 20 workouts and that was your goal, you can reward yourself with maybe getting a massage done or maybe buying yourself some new leggings. Um, don't treat yourself with, like, oh, I hit my 20 workouts, time to go crush some margaritas. Like, no, like, again, we are working on getting away from these poor habits and we're focusing on healthier habits. So find a healthier re- reward system, which is going to help accommodate and push you towards this healthy and fit lifestyle. And again, it can be hard to do on your own, but I know for myself, like having a coach has helped so much. Even to this day, I mean, I still work with a coach. I had someone DM me and they're like, do you um, work with a coach or do you just coach yourself? And honestly, coaching yourself can be really challenging, especially when you have a lot on your plate or you just mentally don't want to do it. I just don't feel like coaching myself right now. I want someone else to tell me what to do. Do I know what to do? Absolutely. Do I know how to do it? Absolutely. But does that beat having another person, like really overlooking everything? No, nothing beats that human to human connection. It means so much. But going into this new year, you might have some unrealistic expectations. So I want you to sit down and even think of, What are some realistic expectations that I can have for myself? Have this conversation with yourself, have this conversation with your coach, and that will help keep you level-headed because the last thing you want for this 2023 is to start the year extremely motivated, thinking that you're going to completely transform your body in four to eight weeks, which guys, honestly, that's a blink of an eye, and then feel like a failure by the time February or March rolls around. Nobody wants that. I don't want that for you. So go into 2023 with a different approach. Think of fitness like a marathon. Think of fitness like there is no end date. I really love that too, where someone (laughs) will hire me for 12 weeks and they say, well, by 12 weeks, you know, I'm gonna be at my goal and everything's going to change. And I think it doesn't stop there. You don't just, you know, adapt these, uh, adopt these habits for 12 weeks and then just stop. Because what happens when the habits stop and the consistency stops is going back to what I said earlier, you're going to regress back to where you were before. So you can't just look at it like a program or a switch of, oh, I'm on, I'm on my fitness goals. I'm off my fitness goals. I'm on my fitness goals. I'm off my fitness goals. Because if you do that, you are never going to be successful. You have to make this a lifestyle change. And that's always that super cheesy saying that we hear of people who are like starting a diet or they're trying to lose some body fat and they say, I'm not on a diet. I'm on a lifestyle change. But honestly, what a good phrase that is. It should be a lifestyle change because those are the people that have the long-term results. So this 2023, do not go into this new year thinking, I'm going to completely change my body in two months. I'm going to completely change my life in six weeks. Stop that. You didn't get here in six weeks. You didn't get here in two months. You're at where you're at today because of months or years of poor habits. And so give yourself some grace. Give yourself some time to change not just change physically, but also change mentally. And I think a lot of people overlook the fact that this journey is also going to be a mental journey. But guys, I hope that this episode was helpful for you. Don't forget here on iTunes, the only way that we can grow is through ratings and reviews. So don't forget to give Beyond the Bikini a rating and review. I'm your host, Nicole Ferrier, and I will see you in the next episode. Here on Beyond the Bikini, we talk a lot about training and nutrition. Trust me, it can be challenging to hit your fitness goals on your own. There is so much out there when it comes to working out, hitting your nutrition, and finding the plan that's right for you and your goals. Now, one thing that can make that a lot easier is hiring a coach and getting support towards your goals. I'm happy to say that I do offer online health and fitness coaching I have plans that vary from support with training and nutrition and just your nutrition, and I even offer challenges throughout the year. If that sounds like something you're interested in, make sure you check out that description box down below. You can also find more details on my coaching services at NicoleFerryFitness.com or even on Instagram at NicoleFerryFitness. All right, now back to the episode.